Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Right here in this slot. Dave Hooker coming up in about 20 minutes as well. TJ, there's only two ways to look at this because I've studied fans for about 600 years. I'm sorry, do you have him? Okay, no TJ yet. No TJ yet. I was going to ask him about this class and is it okay? It's a top 10 class, good class. Or is it going to be about losing K.J. Bolden? Is that all that matters? <laughs> because fans, I learned this about mid-80s. Fans suffer more regarding the players they don't get. The heartbreaking ones too, right? The heartbreakers more than they rejoice about the good news they got along the way in this particular recruiting class. Not Florida State fans solely, all fans. Of the passionate fan bases, I've learned personality traits when it comes to reacting to recruiting. Fans always lament the heartbreakers more than they relish and celebrate the confetti party. The good news. Yeah, the good news. TJ is with us. TJ, I was just talking about this probably 40 years ago. I learned this. Fans of all the major schools lament the heartbreaking losses in recruiting more than they relish The good news, Florida State had a very good class, but does K.J. Bolden supersede the good news? Yeah, it is tough, and and you feel frustrated because, you know, there there are a lot of great kids who showed a lot of loyalty and and stayed committed um, and signed. To me, you know, fans, you know, signing day is is the Super Bowl of the – of, of of your recruiting class. And so yes. it's the day where you feel all of the emotion for, for how you finish, right? Like it is it is a marathon. It is a race to, to try and get to a, a good finish. And so I think that you want some excitement there at the end. You you want the uh, you want the big crescendo, right? Like at the end of the at the end of the party. And 
I, I don't think it's taking away your excitement from the kids who signed because you celebrated and you were excited. And, you know, I, I do YouTube videos and pre-writes and tweet threads and all those things when those kids commit. I, I'm not going to relive all of that excitement because they signed a piece of paper. Signing is the expectation when you're committed. To me, I'm very glad that Luke Cromenhawk and Cam Davis and Charles Lester and Jamari Howard and all our highly rated guys signed, you know, besides KJ. I, but that's the expectation. You said you were committed. Signing the paper at the end of the day is, is just the act that makes it official, right? Nobody celebrates when you actually sign the paperwork for your marriage license. You celebrate the wedding, right? And so we celebrated the wedding when you announced and you told the world that you were a Seminole. Just signing the paper is just making it official. And so, yeah, I, I don't think fans are off basis because they're upset about how signing day finished. I, I think that the loss of KJ, the loss of Blunt, missing out on Smith, missing out on McCray, I think that does, for signing day itself, outweigh all the signatures. The signatures are, again, the expectation and I think the way that they finished is not good. So my big takeaway, the signing class is good. It's Mike Norvell's best. I think it obviously could have been better, but it was a good signing class. The day itself was an, was an object failure. Like the day itself was a failure for the Seminoles yesterday. No Kevin Chicago. Ask TJ what we need to do to close on players like Bolden and, of course, Travis Hunter. I don't know, man. If I knew that, they'd probably hire me as the head coach of the Florida State Seminoles. <laughs> We've missed three years in a row on our top defensive target, um, and, and not just our top defensive target, several targets, right? Lose two five-stars yesterday. Um, you, you lost Keldrick Falk to Auburn after Hugh Freeze had been in, in place for about 16 minutes at uh, uh, you know on the plains there. You lose Travis Hunter. You lose Marvin Jones Jr. Tyree West flips on – in 20, uh, you know, 2022 class, 2021. So, yeah, I don't know. If I knew that, like I said, they'd, they'd probably make me the head coach. And I think that's what all Seminole fans are trying to figure out. I think that, you know, we're all trying to figure out what in the world can we do um, to, to get this figured out. And that's on Norvell to figure out. That's on, the you know, the staff and the NIL and, and all of those entities to, to try and figure out because – Again, we're over three, and hoping that that can can improve. Um, you know, next year on signing it, I have no doubt they'll sign a good class. I would not be surprised if they improve. Like I think they'll finish around tenth or eleventh this year. I would not be surprised at all if they get up to like seventh or better next year. Like I think they'll make an incremental improvement. They just had a chance this year to make a massive jump into like the top five, and, and they kind of blew it. Marvin Jones Jr., that's the good news here recently. He's coming, uh, I'm going to say coming home where, where Dad played, but are they not going to be as aggressive this year? Are the needs not as significant for them in the portal? I think they have less – I think they have less needs, right. but I still think the needs are significant, right? Obviously, you, you have to hit on a quarterback. Um you know, you have to do better on the, you know, at linebacker. You know, you're you're you lost your top two linebackers to the NFL. I guess they haven't announced yet, but they will. Uh, and your third best is in the portal. Um, so you have to hit there, right? And so the the needs are, uh, in my opinion, you have less needs 
this year, but I, I'd say they're probably a little bit more crucial. Um, when you look at quarterback, linebacker, you know, you pro- even with Jones Jr., you probably need another edge. I mean, um, you probably need an offensive lineman or two. You know, you thought you were going to get Jeremiah Smith. And Florida State had a ton of confidence up until Tuesday that they were getting Jeremiah Smith. Um, he had in- At one point, he had indicated to the staff that he was coming. And so, well, you, you, now you don't have Keon Coleman, Johnny Wilson, or Jeremiah Smith. So you might need another number one wide receiver. Well, there aren't a lot of number one wide receivers just hanging out in the portal. Evan Stewart's there, um, so that's a possibility. But, yeah, I mean, they, they're, they're, they're desperate for, um, you know, a few positions in my opinion. Jim and Jupiter said, ask TJ what we're going to do to shore things up, and you've been talking about it. He says, I say send Randy Shannon packing or even go as far as put some heat on Odell. Odell is a legend, but he has to pick it up in recruiting if he wants to be an on-the-field coach. You know, this is going to frustrate some FSU fans, um, but I've been saying it, and and I'm one of a few that will actually – call this out but i don't think they do i don't think they do have to pick it up it's three years in a row of this stuff it's it, we've seen it back to back to back years they don't randy shannon didn't even whiff on anybody because we didn't have any linebackers visit this year bill like we, it wasn't like at least the line the defensive line coaches odell and jp like whiffed on some guys and finished second you know bridesmaid type vibes there but Randy Shannon, to his credit, didn't even whiff on anybody because we didn't have anybody. We weren't even in it for anybody that was good. We signed one three-star linebacker, and it's our worst room on the field. Like, it's not even close how desperate we are for that uh, position. So, you know, but this is not their first time doing it. This is not the first time that they have done this. It is three, four. I, I really try not to count, you know, Norvell's first class where he was on campus for six weeks, like, it's hard for me to count that against them, right? So, it, but it's three years in a row, and Norvell hasn't made changes after the first two. So, maybe he doesn't care, and that's where I would tell fans, like, listen, I understand the standard at Florida State. I understand like what your expectations are for those positions because of who we've had there: Marvin Jones Jr., uh, you know, all the first rounders on the first, you know, defensive line and linebacker core. But if Norvell's standard for that rec- for recruiting those positions is low then lower your expectations as a fan while these coaches are here. Like, that's a brutal truth. Like, if Norvell's not willing to make the changes or he doesn't think changes need to be made, then I I mean, I am getting upset about it because you can hear my voice, but why should fans be upset? You know, like, if Norvell's okay with it, then that's just what we're going to get. We won't recruit those positions well, and we'll lean on development. And they do a good job of development, and there's no doubt about it. But if that's the case, then we just don't expect – all-star players at the recruiting level at, at, at the, in the front seven. Just don't expect it, and then you won't be disappointed because Norvell's not disappointed because he's not making any changes about it. So who cares? Georgia Dog says down on the Emerald Coast, K.J. Bolden said Kirby told him that he would not lose another player like he did last year. He says, I assume it was Caleb Downs who played incredible at Alabama this year. He goes, he didn't mention him by name, but that's my assumption. He said NIL money also was freed up when they did not get Rayola. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think it's, you know, coaches speaking, coach speaking, Kirby is amazing. So this isn't like a shot or anything. But, yeah, like, I mean, he says he won't lose another player like that and loses the best quarterback in the country in the practice. So, I mean, you know, I, I guess, you know, like you, you win some, you lose some. And 
yeah, I think that that's probably why. I mean, he wasn't going to hit on both of them, you know, and so if Rayola stays, then he probably would have gotten, you know, or he would, he would have missed on KJ. So, I don't know. I mean, convenient coach speak to me. And, you know, that's, at the end of the day, like another failure by this staff to not be prepared uh, for, you know, situations that, that come along and, and arise like that. So, yeah, I mean, you know, frustrating frustrating with that one, but I, I feel like that's a, a tiny bit of coach speak by Kirby. Well, and this is not going to pacify anybody, but Florida State, a border state to Georgia, has always gone into Georgia, South Georgia and further. And when you're going after a Travis Hunter and K.J. Bolden, there is going to be drama until the end. That's just – that's that world, right? Yeah, for <laughs> I mean, sure. I mean, they called Luke Crumminhawk. They, they tried to get the quarterback this week. Oh. committed, and he told him – no thanks, I'm committed. So yeah, like that, it's never going to stop. And you know, you win some, you lose some. Like I mean, in a in a in a vacuum, the KJ thing is not really a you know, you lose to right. Georgia. Like oh well, it's a bigger problem because it happens year after year after year. Tell everybody how they can get your info. Yeah, if you want to hear me complain more, you can check out <laughs> Double Prize Post Law everywhere. Merry Christmas, Bill. All right, buddy. Thank you. There he is. Merry Christmas to that good man, TJ. With us every Thursday, Dave Booker Wolf. Climb Rocky Top. That's a big hill now. You ever tried to climb Rocky Top? It ain't easy. We're about to do it. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. It's moving better than it was earlier from that earlier crash out there in Antioch on 24 westbound at Hickory Hollow Parkway. Now, there's still some volume coming in from Rutherford County, Murfreesboro, towards Nashville, up through that area there in Antioch. Traffic's on the increase 65 south over here at Trinity Lane. Lots of radar spotted earlier, I-40, through parts of Wilson County and Smith County as well. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken is catering during this holiday season. Check out their uh, menu online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team from any seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville double stack or the world famous bar lines grinder oh you've never heard of the bar lines grinder two kinds of cheese lettuce dijon smoked turkey smoked bacon smoked ham now that's some smoke you want local brews and local spirits are on tap at bar lines take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of music city bar lines at the omni nashville hotel fifth avenue downtown And now, Paramount Roofing and Exteriors is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. 
This message is brought to you by Paramount Roofing and Exteriors, serving Middle Tennessee. For all your roofing and exterior needs, give the pros a call today at 615-635-1790. 615-635-1790. That's Paramount Roofing and Exteriors, LLC. Going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. John Morant, first game back after the 25 games, 34 points, 8 assists, and he hits the game winner at a walk-off. Welcome so, back. Hello there. Yeah. Uh, happy for the Grizzlies, happy for the city of Memphis. Good to have them back. Let's keep them there. Stay healthy, ball out, keep your nose clean, be the superstar that we know you can be. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. When it comes to the college football playoff, he's for exclusion, not inclusion. It's Bill King. Dave Hooker, Auto Hook Sports on Thursdays. Dave, I've done this. Since God invented dirt, and you came along just after that. So we've done this collectively a long, long time. Was Tennessee's class, is Tennessee's class good but not good enough, or it's good enough? Okay, uh, this is my angle here, and this is what I wrote on allfolksforce.com. I think it's good enough because I think we're entering a different era of college football where, especially in Tennessee's case with a rebuilding program, you've got to look at guys like Cooper Mays and Keenan Pilly, um, John Campbell as guys that um, are somewhat a part of this class for now because you're having to spend some NIL money to get those guys to to come back. So I think that is a, a major factor. So I think it's good enough because you keep those guys. Now, eventually you've got things lined up where you don't have to pay a quarterback $8 million, and that gets everything upside down where your, your current players are like, hey, where's mine? And I think that's what blew up Texas A&M to some extent. So I think it's – I think it's good enough when you factor in the guys that are actually coming back. And um, as a matter of fact, I think it's it's really good considering that. Now, if if you and I want to go back to our our old school ways, the way we've done this, you know, before the the NIL started, you would look at it and you would say it's got some average to it. But considering the returnees uh, that they were able to get back, I think it's I think it's good enough, and I think it's good enough to make a, a serious run in, in 2024 um, based off what they've got coming back and based off what I think about uh, their quarterback situation. Dave Hooker, off the hook sports. Who's most likely in this class that just signed to be an early impact player? Maybe because of need, but which one or two? Well, um, there, there's a couple. I think that I think you would probably agree 
that running back is the position that's the easiest to step in, um, and that would be Peyton Lewis. I think he's going to be a very good running back, and as a freshman, I think you're able to step in and play there. And uh, I don't know what's going on with Jabari Small, but Jalen Rod has decided that he will go on the NFL, which I think was a wise move. So I would say him uh, first and foremost. That would be a guy, and then Boo Carter, which he's kind of been that. There's always one player. Uh, Bill, that you know this, that a fans of a particular school will gravitate towards, and that's him because he flirted with um, Colorado so much. But actually, I was told by someone close to Boo, he went to Colorado to recruit for Tennessee. So Boo Carter, the cornerback out of uh, Cleveland, Tennessee, um, is ha- going to have every opportunity to start at strong safety, I've been told. So, uh, And I've been told by Jacob Warren and our Vol report with Jacob Warren is, is up right now. I interviewed him yesterday since he's current tight end who has a couple of weeks of eligibility left. The two he said has stood out the most in these bowl practices was Boo Carter and then Mike Matthews, their only five-star prospect, depending on what recruiting service you use. But uh, Jordan Ross, I know, is a five-star as well by some. But Mike Matthews is – uh, has already shown Jacob Warren that um, he's a pretty standout player. So the two players that Warren specifically pointed out in the, these early practices were Boo Carter and Mike Matthews, and he's a receiver from uh, Georgia. Is Tennessee still alive in the Jordan Seaton sweepstakes? Gosh, I don't know. Um, I, I'll just be <laughs> real honest with you. It, it feels like. There are two guys that did this, Julian Battle, which you probably remember. Um, His parents hadn't signed off on it, and he signed with, I think, NC State. Is that right? In the morning. And then at 7 o'clock at night, suddenly Tennessee had a new new signee. The other one was Jansen Jackson, who couldn't make up his mind and waited till the next day. So, you know, I, I was talking to my guys, and they're like, I don't think he's coming to Tennessee. And I was like, I don't think he is either, but it's news until he signs. So the fact that he didn't sign yesterday makes me think that Tennessee's in it. I think that Mike Loxley has really targeted him, and Mike Loxley typically will get one guy that you're kind of surprised at Maryland. You're like, why would, why would you go there? It's because he's really good when he, he sets his sights on one guy. He doesn't get a whole class, but he gets one guy. Uh, so I thought Maryland was making a strong run. Um, you know, Colorado was where he committed, but what does that mean anymore? So out of those three schools, if, if I'm if I'm a parent making a decision not off location, but just off potential in football and the standing of the academics, I think that combined Tennessee would would be my choice, but. Uh, and that, that's with no favoritism whatsoever. But you never know with these young men. You know that better than I do. Dave Hooker off the hook sports. Okay, our word. There's a rumor that <laughs> Joe Milton will not quarterback the bowl game. Any substance at all to that? I thought it had legs before they started practice. Um, last week, and I wrote about it. And um, I don't know about not start. Um, I think I talked to you that it made a lot of sense for him not to play at all. He can only hurt himself. But um, I would not be surprised if in the third or fourth series, if you saw Nico run out there and there's some sort of way to get him in the game 
when the game is uh, still very much in question instead of just a mop-up duty. So, you know, I, I, I'll be honest with you, I kind of started that because it made a lot of sense, and now it appears to be gaining legs. So um, I guess, you know, what is it? A blind squirrel finds uh, an acorn every once in a while. But it just made sense in all parties to go ahead and move on. But I can tell you he's at practice. So if he's at practice, you think he's going to play. Uh, he has been at practice since last Friday. So um, everything in practice looks the same, but that doesn't mean it's going to be the same in Orlando. What is Tennessee still pursuing in the transfer portal? Well, I mean, I think that they probably like to have if it, I don't think he's out there, and I don't know that they're pursuing them, but probably a little bit more bona fide of a tight end as opposed to the uh, Holden Stays kid out of, out of Connecticut. So, I mean, I think they'd like a little bit better one than that. I also think they wouldn't mind picking up a another uh, receiver or two. Um, but, you know, as, as of this point, um, I think they're going to kind of sit back and see what happens as far as um, who they might be able to uh, to pick up and and you know Seaton if he comes obviously that would be another offensive lineman so at this point I don't think that um, there's anybody that's just jumping off the radar that Tennessee wants. Evan Stewart, a phenomenal receiver at A&M has jumped in very recently. Now, I've heard nothing there. I haven't really looked into it much, but that'd be one you'd want to chase if you could. Yeah, no doubt. You lost Alan Juice Wells to South Carolina. You lost a couple other players to Ole Miss, in the way. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think another receiver would be uh, would be a good fit. Yeah, I, we're kind of waiting on Brew McCoy's decision to some yeah. extent. Um, you know, McCoy's getting to be a little bit older, like some of these COVID guys are, and um, he may be ready to be done. But with the injury, it would seem like that he should come back for one more year. That would make sense. But guys make different decisions nowadays. So if they don't have Brew McCoy, I don't think they have a receiver that can dictate coverage. From a secondary, I think he was uh, that that talented that teams would have to adjust to him so they don't have that. So if they could get that, they would. But I don't think Tennessee is going to get willy-nilly on the money they spend. I think we, we saw in this past uh, signing day that you know they, they threw a lot of money around. They threw money at Dante Thornton, who ended the year on a better note before he got hurt. But you know, was he really worth it with 22 catches at Oregon? And, um, you know, he was out there with a bidding war like Tyler Barron, the, the defensive end who went to Ole Miss that Tennessee had. So I think they're going to be careful with these guys that are just out to make a couple more bucks and they're going to go to the highest bidder. I think they want a better connection than that. Dave Hooker, Off the Hook Sports. This this Tennessee-Iowa game, I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about it. Iowa is very stout defensively, and they're equally as inept offensively. I'm not sure what we're about to go see. Um, if you want my honest opinion, I think if, if Joe Milton runs out there and plays four quarters, I think you're going to see about 21-17 uh, to 17, um, <laughs> because Iowa's defense is very good. And I, I may prove to be wrong. And I will come on your show, Bill, and say I'm wrong. But I think Tennessee's 
better chance to win at this point, having that Nico's had so many practices underneath his belt, gained 20 pounds, got bigger and stronger. Um, I think he's Tennessee's best opportunity to win against Iowa and, and moving forward on to the next season. Obviously, Milton will be gone. So uh, I think he could do some things that I was not used to seeing. But I also I think that it's, it's going to be some Joe Milton and, unless we hear otherwise. I find it very interesting that um, Joe Milton has not been made available to the media. And practice has been completely closed. There was one day that was open yesterday before they went, I'm sorry, last year before they went to the bowl site. And um, there's not been any practices open um, this year whatsoever in Knoxville. So, you know, all all that factors into it. Um, The tea leaves tell me that Nico's going to play when the game's still in doubt, but I haven't heard anything firmly on that. Dave Hooker off the hook sports covers Tennessee inside nap. You you got in, didn't you? Start with the Knoxville Sentinel, or did you start on radio? I forget. Oh, yeah, I started with then uh, WNOX, which is the flagship station of the Ball Network, and went at the Sentinel in two thousand five. Okay, so you started in radio, and then you went to the Sentinel, and you've kind of since then you've basically done both. Yeah, I'm probably a radio guy deep down. I can remember driving home after covering a Tennessee practice and listening to your your fantastic voice driving home back in the day. I used to love that show. And so I'm probably more of a radio guy at heart when it comes down to it, but I don't mind spinning the yarn on paper too. Is Tennessee (laughs) – these questions – are they going to do anything staff-wise? <laughs> I'm still waiting on the Willie Martinez thing. I mean, right. it, it feels like there's a move there. You know, he's the only coach that doesn't have a contract into the uh, following season, so he's not under contract. Uh, I think you saw how Tennessee's secondary uh, has played um, since our cyborg came to Tennessee, and some of that certainly is um, talent and lack thereof. But I think he's he's probably on the hot seat, and that that's pretty fair. Wrigley Field ball up in Chicago, guys. The Iowa Tennessee game with Milton at quarterback will be a liquor on ice game. I oh yeah, that's an early day drinking game right there. <laughs> I mean that's that's shots at two p.m. <laughs> I mean Eastern time. I mean you're that's just. Go at it because it's going to be – I mean, it really could. No no kidding. It could be 16 to 13 if it's Milton for all four quarters. No question. No question. I just – my only problem with that tweet is why why ice? You don't need ice at that point. Get the ice out of there. Yeah, you don't even need mixers. You don't even need a, you don't even need a cup or glass. You just need the bottle. Oh, my gosh. Dave Hooker always with us Thursdays talking balls. Hey, can they still order your book? There's a question. Ab- absolutely. If you go to offthugsports.com, there's a easy thing to click on, uh, Celebrate 98, and I'd be glad to get them out to you. Probably could get them to you by Christmas. We'll do our best to do that. We can autograph and personalize them. So, uh, yeah, I would I would love for 
for people to do that. And uh, by the way, uh, very Merry Christmas to you, Bill. Certainly great to be able to work with you again this year. Very appreciative uh, for that, for this 2024 year. and um, Or 2023, I'm on my recruiting calendar. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, so Merry Christmas to you and all your listeners. I've gotten a lot of great feedback from your listeners, so it's been really awesome to be a part of the show. You too, man. Appreciate you very much. All right, buddy. Take care. There he is. Mr. Dave Hooker off the hook sports. There you have it. Silent class. Good class for Tennessee. Needed a quarterback because they will have two scholarship quarterbacks into 24 at the moment. Jake Merklinger out of Savannah, who is there and practicing. If Nico goes down, a kid who just played at Calvary Day High School in Savannah, good player now, might be the guy that has to go in. All right, we'll take a break. J.C. Sherbert coming up, hour three, from thebigspur.com. I'm the Nashville Hotel. Good morning. Traffic's still a little bit heavy coming down through Millersville right now on 65 southbound through Sumner County. It's looking better than it was earlier out in Antioch from an earlier crash on 24 westbound at Hickory Huddle Parkway. Now, don't get me wrong, there's still a lot of traffic volume coming in from Rutherford County up through there on 24 going westbound. Lots of radar out here this morning, folks. Be careful. Make sure you got that seatbelt on also. 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. They're online, TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. 
To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Fill the halls with shouts of winning, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Tis the season to be giving, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Instant games to friends and family, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Join the joyous cash prize carol, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. With top prizes up to $500,000, holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery make grand gifts. Find them at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer today. Please play and gift responsibly. It's the NFL on Sports USA, and we're in the Sunshine State as the Jacksonville Jaguars head over to Tampa Bay to battle the Buccaneers. Trevor Lawrence and the Jags bring lots of talent on offense like Kirk, Ridley, and ETN. Baker and the Bucks can sail downfield thanks to Godwin and Evans. Mayfield goes deep left side, has Mike Evans for a Bucks touchdown. It's the Jaguars at the Buccaneers this Sunday on Sports USA. Coverage begins at 2.30, live on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Hashtag fat side up tweet to Bill at Bill is King to enter the arena of ideas. For Rob up in Ohio. Buckeyes had a good class. Very good class. Where were they, fourth? Third or fourth? Says, most people don't seem to understand that keeping highly productive players in the program is better than bringing in unproven high school kids. Yeah, it's it's a bigger formula. It's a wider lens than just this class right now. Now, this class right now is important. It infiltrates the roster, and you hope it betters the team and the program, collectively and individually. That's important. That's very important. But in this climate of jumping and freebie transfers and the money and the portal, everything, maintaining the quality that is already on that roster, is a big part of it, too. And since we were just talking to Dave Hooker, would you rather have, as a Tennessee fan, Cooper Mays, a fantastic leader and center, and a glue guy that holds that unit together, or Johnny Four-Star that may take a couple of years before he impacts? Now, I'm not saying it has to be either or, but I'm just saying 614 Rob is suggesting you've got to honor what's on your roster, too, and you have to maintain that. Now, keeping Cooper Mays is bigger than some recruit for Tennessee. That news right there is vital. I mean, there's... They're bringing in a really good recruiting class on the offensive line. One of the better offensive line recruiting classes this year, Tennessee. 
but that's the hardest position to just take a true freshman and say, there you go. Take take the left guard spot. Okay. Now, not everybody's Orlando Pace, speaking of the Buckeyes. Right? It's hard for a true freshman. I told you the story that Eddie George told me. Orlando Pace, legendary. Eddie George tells me, and you've heard me mention this, there his freshman year, Orlando Pace's freshman year, they're playing at UW. They're in the tunnel before the game. Eddie looks over at him and he's crying. He's weeping. Orlando Pace. They don't make dudes any better than that, right? I mean, they just – Orlando Pace. It's, it's hard for a true freshman on the offensive line. And we see people do it. Sometimes it's just you have no other choice. Sometimes it's just they're that good. And it's rare. It's hard. Getting a name back like Cooper Mays is big for Tennessee. He has fought and been in every type of war when it comes to football, college-wise, you can imagine. He goes against Georgia and Alabama every year. It doesn't get any more difficult than that. If you're Tennessee, you play the two best football programs on this planet Earth every year. One at home, one on the road. Every year. There's not two that put dudes out there better than that. And he has fought every one of those guys and done pretty well. It's hard. No, it's hard. So, yeah, no, point point well taken by 614, Rob. Yeah, point taken there. I was looking just to go back through recruiting. And I'm not going to give you list forever, but Georgia won, Bama two. Miami, number three. There's a interesting note there because Topwater Assassin brought it up. Would you rather have an A-plus recruiter and a C coach or an A coach and a C-plus type recruiter? Well, at Miami, it looks like you've got an A recruiter and maybe a C coach. Coach, in that case, is defined as everything else. Recruiting is a big part of the overall equation, but if you just took recruiting and isolated said, okay, what are you there? Okay, Mario Cristobal, I think, is an A-list type coach, uh, A-list type recruiter, and he's revitalizing that part of it to Miami. What is he elsewhere? Would you give him the C? Would you give him worse than that, C-minus? Would you give him a D? But they're bringing dudes. They're, they've got some dudes, and they're bringing more dudes. No doubt. So you're going to have to deal with that talent inside the ACC. Buckeyes were fourth on the overall national list. Mylon Green, wide receiver out of Indiana, was – Number one for them. Edric Houston coming off that Buford team, loaded Buford team, is right there at the top. Down in Georgia at Fairburn, Aaron Noland is in there. One of the top 50 players ranked in the nation. 
James Peoples, running back, they always go into Texas, right? They've been going into Texas very successfully. Peyton Pierce is another one out of Texas, a linebacker. But, yeah, yeah, good, good class. They went into Chattanooga and signed Max LeBlanc, played at Baylor, which is a private boarding school there. Baylor and Macaulay, very well known in Chattanooga. All right, we'll get to break here. Shogging along, Thursday edition. We will not have a live show on Friday or Monday. That's why we're, we piled them up best we could. Oh, no Kevin Hagan. Won't see him until hopefully next week. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning, a car is on its top over here on Ashland City Highway, right over Briley Parkway. This is over in the Bordeaux area. Again, it's uh, not backed up as bad as we thought it was going to be, but it's still on its top nonetheless on Ashland City Highway over Briley Parkway. Still some traffic trying to get down through Millersville right now as we start it live on 65 going southbound through that section of Sumner County. It's starting to build again on 24 westbound, coming in from Rutherford County, Murfreesboro, towards Nashville up through Antioch. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken is catering during this holiday season. Check them out online today at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Bob's Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts from the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. The Locksmith Company, our full-service locksmithing expert, is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You could make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by The Locksmith Company, a proud veteran employer. For all your residential, commercial, or automotive locksmithing needs, call today for a free estimate or 24-7 emergency service at 931-801-5427. 931-801-5427. And also visit the LSCO.com. The Locksmith Company is looking forward to seeing you. 
grind into the new year. Catch Ja, Jaron, Dez, and your Memphis Grizzlies as they take on the Sacramento Kings on Sunday, December 31 at 7 p.m. Get ready to celebrate a new year and secure your tickets for the Grizzlies New Year's Eve game by visiting grizzlies.com. Give the gift of Grizz this holiday season with a six-game holiday pack. The best prices on the season's best matchups, including the Lakers, Clippers, and more. Holiday packs start at just $30 per game. Visit grizzlies.com slash packs for more information. gives you a wide latitude on topics because Bill King isn't afraid of your telephonic interaction. Kirby is one of the best coaches at stacking good players. Losing Rayola did not hurt them at all. Now, let me make sure I'm clear. I am not suggesting he is an overrated, not going to be much of a player guy. That is not my emphasis nor my point. He's an outstanding prospect. He's going to Nebraska. We'll watch how he does. That is not what I'm trying to say as far as degrading his abilities. Not at all. But one player as a recruit, quarterback, most important position, cannot and does not hurt Georgia. He was not going to be the quarterback this year regardless at Georgia. Regardless. That does not hurt them at all. Georgia can go get dudes at quarterback. They can even stack them up in a quarterback room. Now, you can't keep them. Nobody can do that, but no, no, no. That will not be a problem at Georgia. Won't be an issue at all at Georgia. So it didn't hurt them. Let me ask you this. Who's the number one ranked class? Georgia, without Dylan Rayola, huge pickup for Nebraska. That's a different topic. How it affects Nebraska is a totally different topic. The question, does it hurt Georgia? The answer is not only no, but hell no. Sorry if Susie, a five-star, was in the car just then. She had to hear that. Georgia dog, Bill. If you're an NFL GM with a number four, number five pick in the draft, would you rather have Marvin Harrison Jr. or Brock Bowers? In a vacuum, Bill, I would take Bowers. I think he has a chance to be one of the greatest tight ends ever to play the game. Oh, boy. You're sitting there at four or five, and you've got either one right there. Either one. 
You're not going to get both, but you, you're sitting there. They're both available at four or five. What would you do? I would say, first of all, I, I don't know that there's a bad decision there. This is not good or bad. I'd probably take Bowers. I would I would worry about that, meaning because Marvin Harrison Jr., I think, is going to have a fantastic career. But I would probably take Bowers in this environment and how important tight ends are and how featured they are. Now, if this was 15 years or prior, I would take the receiver every time. And receivers are obviously a monstrosity. It's the running back position that is degraded and downplayed. Receivers are very important. Tight end is way more important than I would have. If you asked me to look into the future in 1995 or 2000 and say, do you realize how important tight ends are going to be? They always had their role, but I'm talking about a feature element, perhaps. That'd be hard to foresee, and that's where we're at right now, and that is what he is. And he is a willing participant in the other items of the game outside of catching the ball. I'd probably... I'd probably go Bowers, but I would, I would, I would suffer considering that decision. Meaning, I would, I would painstakingly go through that one and probably wear myself out mentally, trying to come to a clear conclusion that I don't know that I can just totally be at peace with. That'd be hard. That'd be fun. It'd be fun to see how you did, but. That'd be hard. Tom in Myrtle Beach talking about the Buckeyes. Bill, we have a B-list head coach with an A-plus offensive coordinator recruiter in Mr. Hartline. Jim and Jupiter, Bill Miami has no coach, a coach that can't win big. He's a C-minus coach and will lose to Florida State again next year. Time goes on to say, how does Ohio State get five five-stars and end up ranked fourth overall? Jeremiah Smith, Mylon Graham, Edric Houston, Aaron Scott, Aaron Nolan. Did I name five there? I think I did. You know what my answer to that is? Who cares? Once you get to campus, whether it's now when you're practicing with the team for their bowl game, what have you, or you get there in the spring or July, once you get there, that star number doesn't mean bleepity bleep bleep. It might it might prove you're that good, but it's a refresh. It's you've hit reboot right there. About 20 minutes, JC Sherber will be with us on this Thursday edition, Omni Nashville Hotel.
560 AM.